nerd is the new sexy. Mini boss. What's up, you sexy nerds? This is your boy, True, and with me today, I have, in no particular order... Wildfire One! And with uh, with him, we have... Mender! And last but not least, we have... Chris Lee McBee! <laughs> that, was, that was great. That's that was perfect. In, intro intro of the uh, of the year, probably. We're going to go with that. Ta-da! So here we are, here we are, guys. It's uh, episode eighty-five, and we are doing Ben Brown Part Two, Mini Boss episode. Now, if you guys don't remember, we can go ahead and summarize the whole Ben Brown story for you. Mender is unfamiliar with this, but she decided to join us for this reading. Well, we asked her to join us, and she was like, "Okay." I was. So, she was voluntold. We'll go with that. I was, true forced me. Yeah. Well. We, we have reasons behind that. She forced me last week, so I get to do it now. Anyways, to summarize, uh, episode one of Ben Brown, we just went through the first post. Ben Brown is a creepy pasta made by Jay Ducible. It is about a, uh, a young guy picks up this uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask cartridge given to him by an old man who's kind of blind in one eye. Uh, he puts the game into the N64, sees a file on there named Ben, some weird stuff starts happening, and it seems like the there might be an omnipresence inside the cartridge. Um, the game starts to glitch out. He even calls him out, saying it's your turn after he tries to kill himself in the game. So, uh, yeah, that is a uh, that's pretty much the gist of uh, episode one. But before we touch on uh, Ben Brown, uh, let's go ahead and uh, do some nerd news. Done that for a bit. So, um, wild. You were uh, ecstatic about Fallout's new trailer. I wouldn't say ecstatic. I was excited about it. Like it looks like it might be fun. I can't really talk about too much too much because I really don't know too much about it. I'm just excited that there's going to be another Fallout game coming out. Mender, you uh, have a new obsession you uh, mentioned. Oh my god! <sighs> the Black Tapes. It's a podcast, right? Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? He lo- look at, look at uh, uh, Chris. That is, that, that is a oh <laughs> He looks like Ben Drown. <laughs> a oh. very hairy Ben Drown. Anyways, yes, the Black Tapes. You would have mentioned it. It's a uh, podcast. Um, you want to your thoughts on it real quick? Okay, Black Tapes. You can see it on... Spotify, that's where I can li- I listen to it. Um, you can listen to it on iTunes or wherever. I listen to it and I am obsessed. Like, um, oh, I don't want to give too much away. Like, well, just give us a gist. Give us a summarize. Summarize it. Like, what is it all about? Alex Regan starts interviewing like paranormal, just like it starts out with like the are you are you afraid of ghosts and and you know gets involved in like paranormal investigations. And then she meets Dr. Richard Strand of the Strand Institute, and he is on the other side of the paranormal spectrum. Um, he is the skeptic, and he is out to debunk everything and anything. He has reason, um, scientific reason. He has a one million dollar reward for somebody that that can like have something that he does that he can't prove. Well, she goes in and interviews him. Finally, after like calling. She goes in after calling him and emailing him like a million times 
And then she goes in and interviews and she goes, what are those? And they look like black tapes. And he's like, well, those are things that are unsolved right now. So then it goes into like her research unit, goes into like an exorcism and Tall Paul, if you're familiar with Tall Paul, um, or Slender Man, basically. Um, and then it goes into like researching and interviewing his life and his wife ended up missing in 1997. And now we're going on like, missing people and suicide and oh my god like i am sitting there at work like that <laughs> like i literally have goosebumps on my arms or i'm sitting there and i turn around and go, oh shit so, so and i listen to hmm? <laughs> say that's the perfect thing to talk about considering what we're going to be talking about for this yeah episode. no yeah. seriously like Oh my god, like it is to the point where I'm listening to it in the car on the way home. Like I am just sitting there and I just like my favorite is just sitting there and I go, Oh shit, <laughs> So of course you know we're gonna have to ask you to give us the nerd lady number for Oh Great. god, this is off the rec like it is off the scale. Like I am like swimming <laughs> ocean. <laughs> oh boy, so uh Alright, so if you're definitely a fan of the uh, paranormal stuff and the supernatural stuff, go check out the Black Tapes. It's got a Minder recommendation. And then also, um, if you're into that stuff, you'll have to check out Minder's uh, new project coming out in September or August? August. August 23rd. August 23rd. So keep a lookout for that. Um, Riz. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a thing. Yes. Um, okay, so so l- let me explain to everybody that's watching this right now why I keep cutting in and out with my video. It's because I'm at work in the middle of BFE, and I have really bad connection. So if I have my camera on for too long, there, it just everything just freezes. So, so I'll be turning my camera on and off whenever, you know, something for, important for, or for someone minutes. wants to talk to me for whatever reason. <laughs> That just goes to show you that uh, Riz, like all of us, is a nerd working nerd. So, the next uh, thing on nerd news, I'm pretty sure everyone saw. Uh, we got the new Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. We've heard a lot of mixed reviews about that. Um, some people are like, oh, it's so cool, you can connect your Pokemon Go. Some people are like, oh, this is stupid, it's not a core Pokemon game. You really can't say much about it. Just wait until it comes out. We got E3 just around the corner, so we're definitely going to wind up seeing a lot of that. Um, also, for all you Supernatural fans, they just put the latest season on Netflix. Already watched it. To, for everyone to watch. Uh, the Comic-Con, and I know you guys talked about it last week, but you got something rather special from that artist. If you really want to see it. I yeah. Can... It was a really good piece of art. I can whip it out again. Yeah. Uh, True dubbed it this when we were there. He called it Pissed Off Goku. Yeah, Pissed Off Goku. That's the same look he gives when he turns Super Saiyan for the first time. That's also the look he gives during the Ultra Instinct. We mentioned it last week, and we're going to be mentioning it until it's over. The Parkside. Yep, the Parkside Animal Rescue. I will be getting shot with paintballs. It's going to suck. I'm hoping not the balls. I'm hoping they're not that great a shot. It's going to suck. You're going to get paintballs in the paintballs. God damn it, Minder. Epic fail. 
<laughs> but anyways, we are going to be doing that, so definitely check that out. Um, it's going to suck. It's going to be fun. It's all for a good cause. So without any further ado, I know that people have been asking about this. They've been super interested in it. So let's go ahead and just dive into this. We got the part two of Ben Drowned. So before we get into that, though, why don't we talk about what a creepypasta is? Okay. Creepypasta, typically a fan-made story that is supposed to give you the willies, such as Sonic.exe, where Sonic is uh, possessed and killing all the characters. Slenderman! Uh, Slenderman. We got Pokemon the Black version, not the uh, Black on the DS, but it's a Game Boy Advance card where your Pokemon died instead of faint. Um, let's see here. We got Ben Drowned. Tanuki Mario. Tanuki Mario, that one's kind of just messed up. Uh, we got the uh, Zelda is uh, my girlfriend, where that one has black eyes, like all blackened eyes, and is talking to the person. These are all made up stories. They still suck, because if you have a wild imagination, it tends to run away with you. Distracted by the cat. <laughs> um, but. They are typically stories on the internet. They are also typically horribly written. <laughs> like, grammar errors, <laughs> grammar errors all all about. There's oh, no yeah. pauses in these sentences most times. And so we're going to do our best to uh, read it as best as possible. Unfortunately, Grizz will not be reading tonight since he is in BFP. So Mender and myself will be reading. It looks like I am going to go first. All right, so just for an FYI to you guys, um, if you're watching the video podcast and not just listening to it audio, I will be glancing down because I have to read this story off of my tablet while it's actually the surface. So, all right, here we go. I'm going to post what happened and link the video footage, but last night everything got too real for me. I think I'm done messing around with this. I passed out pretty much immediately after making that thread. But last night, that Elegy of Emptiness statue I had a dream about it. I dreamed that it was following me in my dream, that I would be minding my own business when I feel my neck hair stand up on that. And that thing, that horrible statue, would be staring with those empty eyes right at me, merely inches away. In my dream, I remember calling it Ben. And never before have I had a dream that I could remember so vividly. But the important thing is I did get some sleep, I suppose. I glanced up and I forgot that the Ben picture's right there, so I was like, <laughs> Today, putting off playing the game as long as I could, I drove back up to that neighborhood to see if the old man came back. As I expected, the car was still gone and no one was home. As I was walking back to my car, the man next door mowing the grass filled the power to his lawnmower and asked me if I was looking. I told him that I was looking to talk to the old man that lived here, to which he told me what I already knew. He was moving. Trying a different avenue, I asked the old, if the old man had any family or relatives I could talk to. I discovered that this old man had never been married, nor did he have any children or grandchildren through adoption. Starting to become worried, I asked one final question, one that I should have asked from the beginning. Who was Ben? The man's expression turned grim, and I learned that four doors down around eight years ago, on April 23rd, the man informed me that it was the same day as his anniversary. That's how he knew the specific date. There was an accident with a young boy named Ben in the neighborhood. Shortly after his parents moved, and despite any further attempts to talk to the man to get more information, he wouldn't divulge anything else. So, we got the kid that bought this game, um, went back to the old neighborhood to try and figure out. Apparently there's this incident with a boy named Ben. Uh, what are your thoughts so far, Lloyd? 
my thoughts, well, it's honestly, it's creepy. You know, he, going back and finding out that Ben is, you know, not, it's still kind of a mystery, but at the same time, it's not, you know. Um, but I mean, I, I already know the story, so it's kind of hard for me to give you my thoughts so far without wanting to go further. All right, All continue. Right. True. I, I went back and started playing again. I looked up the game immediately. I jumped at the title screen where the mask, where the mask files by. The sound that played was not that normal whoosh sound. It was something much more higher pitched. I pressed start, racing for the words. But just like two nights ago, the files your turn and Ben were displayed. Truth be told, I looked at the Ben file earlier. It seemed to fluctuate between displaying the I'll save and not. I brought up the Ben file. Hesitated for a moment, noticing that the stats were not the same as they were originally two days ago. It seemed that he had already completed the stone temples. Summoning my courage, I selected him. Immediately, I was thrust into complete chaos. Sure enough, I was outside Stone Tower Temple, but that's about, but that's about all that was expected. The zone itself was called Stone Tower Temple, but rather ST space O space N space E, and immediately a dialogue box of complete gibberish that I couldn't make out greeted me. Link's body was distorted. His back, his back was cocked violently to the side where his posture was permanently disfigured. Link's expression was almost monotonic. He had an expression on his face that I didn't recognize. It was a blank look, as if he was dead. As Link stood there, his body spasmed irregular back and forth. I examined what had become my avatar and noticed I had a C button I had never seen before. Some kind of nothing. Pressing it did nothing. Sounds played back and forth, but I did not recognize the change. Almost demonic in And there was some kind of high-pitched yip or some kind of laugh or something playing in the background. I had all two minutes to take the environment in before another one of those fucking elegy attempting to step to summon and immediately after I was cut into the dawn of a new day screen. Except this time except this time it was with the lines subtext. I was a DQ scrub in the clock tower. This scene would normally play after the first time you traveled back in time. Uh Tattle would say, what just happened? As if everything has. But instead of saying started over, she finished her remark in broken text as the laugh of the happy mask salesman's salesman played in the background. I was put back in control of my character, but from a fucked up camera angle. I was looking from behind the door to the clock tower, watching my avatar run around as a Deku scrub. Seeing as how I really had no place to go because I couldn't see anything, I begrudgingly went inside the door. There, I was greeted by the happy masked salesman, who simply told me, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Before the scene whited out. I was in a terminal field as a human again. I might as well not have been playing the same game anymore. I was being warped around and there was no sign of a day clock or anything. I took a moment to get my bearings as I looked around the field and immediately I could tell that this was not normal. There were no enemies and a twisted version of the happy mask salesman theme was playing. I decided to run towards Woodfall before I noticed a gathering of three figures off to the side. One of them being Epona. As I approached them to my horror, I saw the happy mask salesman the Skull Kid, and the Elegy of Emptiness statue just standing there. I figured maybe they were bugged out. But by now I told myself that I should know better. Nevertheless, I approached them carefully and found out the Skull Kid was playing some kind of idle animation on loop. Same with Epona, and the Elegy of Emptiness statue was doing what it had been doing all along. 
just standing there eerily. It was the happy mass cell. Because he does that. Because <laughs> he does that, and then I look up, and then sure enough, I'm running on a duplicate screen. I have my TV, which is a 32 inch, just displaying what we got going on, and there's a picture of Ben. I want you to screenshot this and just insert this, or maybe I'll screenshot this. I don't know. Yeah, that's my problem, is I have it in my multi screen. <laughs> that's why when I hear whoop and I look up, it's just staring at me. Why can't we be friends? Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. Please go on. Please continue. It's fine. <laughs> look up. Look up quick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He, look, he, look, he looks like the woodsman rapist, doesn't he? It's kind of scary looking. Didn't we have that conversation? It's just a freaking face. That's oh, all it is. in the darkness. Okay, continue, Minder. You got this. It was the happy mass salesman that scared me more profoundly than the other two. He, too, was idle, wearing that shit-eating grin. But wherever I moved, his head slowly turned and followed me. I had not engaged in any dialogue with him nor was I in combat with him. Yet, his head still continued to follow my movements, reminded, reminded of my first encounter with the Skull Kid on top of the clock tower. I pulled out my ocarina, to which the game played the ding sound when you're supposed to play your ocarina, and tried a song I hadn't played yet, the Happy Mass Salesman's own song and the song that had been playing on loop back in day four, the Song of Healing. I finished playing the song, and as I did, an ear-piercing streak blasted on my TV. The sky immediately started flashing. The happy masked salesman twisted theme song sped up, intensifying the fear inside me, and Link exploded into flames and died. The three figures stayed lit up during my death scene as they watched my lifeless body burn. I can't describe to you how sudden and terrifying the transition from eerie to terror it is. You're going to have to watch the video if you want to see firsthand. Same fear that caused me to lose sleep two days ago started to grip me again as I was met with the text, you've met with a horrible fate, haven't you? For the third time. There has to be some kind of meaning behind that. I had little time to ponder as I was immediately given another small cutscene of transforming into a Zora and now I found myself in Great Temple Bay. Hesitant but curious to see what the game had in store for me, I slowly made my way towards the beach where I found Epona. I wondered why the game had decided to put her there. Was the game implying she was trying to get a drink? Unable to take the mask off? I decided writing the seed wasn't the reason she was placed there. Um, so he died again, right? Yep. Did anyone else notice that instead of it saying a terrible fate, it said you met with a horrible fate on that last one? Death is a horrible fate. Do you have anything you want to pitch in there, Chris? You've met with horrible fate, haven't you? I was like expecting him to suddenly just move and try to freak us out. Full time. <laughs> he's he's Roboto. He's muted. Couldn't restart it. Let us continue. Suddenly, I realized the Epona kept name, and the way she was angled made it look like she was trying to signal a point to me off in the distance. It was a hunch, but I dove into the Great Bay and started swimming. Sure enough, I almost missed it. I found something at the bottom of the ocean. One last elegy of emptiness statue. I went down to examine it, and suddenly my Zora started doing a choking animation I had never seen a Zora do before. Which didn't even make any sense, because Zoras can breathe underwater. Regardless, my character choked to death and died. And again, the statue was the only thing that was highlighted in my I didn't respawn this time. I was booted back to the main menu as if I restarted the console. Oh my god! Sorry. 
I've been watching your fight with the cats behind the damn green screen this whole time. Trying not to laugh. Yes. The press dark screen was before me. I knew the only reason why it would put me here was because of the save files. I changed it. Taking a deep breath, I pressed start, and I was right. The new save files told me about them. Now it made sense why the statue appeared when I tried to go to the laundry pool. The game must have had anticipated how I would have tried to escape the day four clock time. The two save files told me his fate. As I suspected, Ben was dead. He had drowned. The game obviously isn't through with me. It taunts me with the new save files. It wants me to keep playing. It wants me to go further. But I'm done with this shit. I'm not touching it any more of these files. This is already way too horrifying for me, and I don't even believe in the turmoil. But I'm running out of explanations. Why would someone send me this message? I don't understand it. I just get too depressed thinking about this. The footage is up here for those who want to see it and try to analyze it. Maybe some kind of coded message in the gibberish or something symbolic in what I went through. I'm too emotionally and mentally drained. So that was uh, the end of post two for that creepy pasta. Um, a little more history about this is it was posted in uh, in segments of stories. Like if the guy was actually exploring this game, um, if you look at the YouTube channel, I think it's Jay Deucible, right? It does have all the stuff he's describing with Link all contorted and the Zora choking and all that other stuff. So it's out there. If you just type uh, Ben Brown, you'll probably be able to find it. Um, a lot of art for it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. there is. Uh, this thing took the internet by storm when it first started. Um, Creeped a lot of people out. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of the more popular creepypasta. I know it's early in the morning. I've stayed up all night. I can't sleep. I don't care if people see this. It's That's not the point. I just want the word to get spread so I don't suffer for nothing. I've lost the will to type about this. The less I dwell on this, the better. I think the video just speaks for itself. I did what you guys told me to do. I played, I played the Elegy of Emptiness song at the first prompt by the game I was given. But I think that's what the game, or Ben... Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm even humoring the absurd idea that he exists in the game. Wanted me to do. He's following me now. Me now. Meow. He's following me now. Not just the, <laughs> it's, it's game. the cat ears. It's the cat ears that did it. He's following me now. <laughs> meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Not just in the game, he's in my dreams. I see him all the time, behind my back, just watching me. I haven't gone to any of my classes. I've stayed in my dorm room with the windows closed and the blinds closed. That way I know he can't watch. But he still gets me when I play. When I play, he, he can still see me. The game is scaring me now. I talk, it talks to me for the first time. Not just using text that's already in the game. It spoke to me. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it wants. I never wanted this. I just want my old life back. Stuff like this doesn't happen to people like me. I'm just a kid, not even old enough to drink yet. It's not fair. I want to go home. I want to see my parents again. I'm so far away from home here at school. I just want to hug my mom again. I just want to forget that statue's horrible blank face. My original game file is back, just the way I left it before it was gone. I don't want to play anymore. I feel like something bad will happen if I don't. But that's impossible. It's a video game. Haunted or not, it can't hurt me. Right? Like, seriously, though, it can't, right? That's what I keep telling myself. Every time I think about it, I'm not so sure. 
See, you know what the funny thing is? Why would you continue to torture yourself? Why would sometimes you continue playing? Sometimes, like, you have no choice. Like, I didn't want to watch the Orion videos, and I totally did, so I guess like, I can... I can you, that's like the... Yeah, that, I didn't watch them. I, I don't like... I didn't want to finish Far Cry 5, but I was forced to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. Let, let, let's hear your theory behind this, Minder, as to why you can't put something down when it's uh, haunting you or torturing you. Um, My theory is that it's just um, human, nature, human nature to be curious. I mean, we're like cats. We're very curious creatures. No. No. No, see, yeah. but in all realness, in all realness, like, you're going to sit there and you're like, oh my God, look at that horrible accident. I can't look away. It is so gruesome, but I'm still staring at it. Or like, my fucking basement being haunted. I don't want to go do laundry, but I'm going to. Oh, let's just stand here and piss off the demonic spirit that's in my laundry room. Because <laughs> why the fuck not? Uh, wild. <laughs> it's obsession. You want to know yeah. what happens. It becomes yeah. it becomes obsession. It becomes something that you you like. Your body just wants to go forward. You don't want to go forward. You don't want to. A party doesn't want to find out, but you do want to find out. Chris, why would someone continue to play something that's literally torturing them? His determination to finish it. I didn't want to finish Doki Doki Literature Club, but I wanted <laughs> to see how it ended. <laughs> That's a good example. And right now, I'm that. just talking to Minder because Minder wasn't the one of the assholes that made me play that game. No. <laughs> Minder knew about it and was like, okay. And you didn't say anything. I was told not to. You. you just made the list. Now I want to talk to the cat. Maybe if I call him, do you think he'd apologize? Like, and I apologize, he'll write Why me off the I list. Why would I apologize? No, I <laughs> True. Why don't you tell us what you think? So we'll continue. I really because he's obsessed with me. I really don't get obsessed with anything. Yeah. <laughs> you just ignore me. <laughs> Obsession. When it comes to something that's like harmful, I mean, or not harmful, if it's gonna like prevent me from sleeping or anything like that. I typically don't do it. I get obsessed with. There's some personal things I get obsessed with. Like, well, you're you know, only human. Yeah. Yeah. But I still can't is, talk to people named Monica. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, oh, just like you guys have seen with the uh, with everything that I I kind of do is a I have a lot of interests and I'll finish something if someone wants me to finish it. The only thing I can think of that I ever really got obsessed that was kind of a uh, harmful or not even necessarily harmful, but just like made me lose sleep or anything along those lines. Uh, with uh, FIFA. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember how horrible I was screwed over by that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought you hated FIFA. I hate FIFA, but it kept me up at night. FIFA kept you... It was that bad. Because you couldn't win. I, I lost 50 bucks. I could just... I had my Xbox account frozen because of that. <laughs> I could just that's see true. Soccer game? Fucking FIFA. Yeah, Fucking FIFA. Really? Exactly you know, me what over. kept him up because he couldn't yell at the people... In their language. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why the only reminder it's a it's a it's a running joke. Yeah, I know. I hear it all the time. Yeah. I just uh, thought it was because you're Mexican. Whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she went right to the bad place. Wow. No, I, I don't think there's I don't think there's one of us in this this podcast right now that likes we're, FIFA. 
So yeah, I can understand when you're interested in something and to the point where it can just uh, it can become an obsession. Um, but something like this is kind of like uh, well, this is harmful mean. mentally as well, right? Yeah, like it's yeah, really it's messing with this guy. Kind of reminds me of the black tapes. Grizz? Yeah. <laughs> he was just waiting for us to do that. Post number four, September 12th, 2010. Let's clear things up. I know you guys are worried about Jaducible. I know you guys are worried about Jaducible. Uh, worried, but Jaducible is okay. There you go, screwing up words again. He finished moving out today, and he said he's going back home. He's just taking a semester off. Not really sure what hap what's happened. I have a vague idea, but you guys probably know more than I do. I'm Jay Ducible's roommate, and obviously, I knew something was wrong with him for a few days now. He stayed in his room all the time, fell out of contact with literally all of his friends, and I'm pretty sure he hadn't been eating hardly anything. After the second day, I couldn't stay in there anymore. So I've been crashing at a buddy, only coming to my room to get stuff that I need. I tried talking to him several times, but he would cut me off or keep the conversation brief when I asked him about his strange behavior. It's like he was convinced something was haunting him. Yesterday, I came to grab my philosophy book, and he approached me, looking awful, like horrible bag under his eyes. He handed me a flash drive and gave me specific instructions. He told me that he needs me to do it before. He finally explained to me what has been going on, gave me the account info to his YouTube account, and told me that he's getting away from here, that it lured him to play it again instead of trying to change it, change things that he shouldn't have done that. That's like eight lines in one sentence. Okay. We lost you a little bit. Yeah. It's Ben affecting him again. Ben is all over him right now. Ben? This podcast is cursed. <laughs> Much like that Majora's Mask uh, cartridge, this podcast is cursed. Yes. So if you guys see it like jump all of a sudden, it's because we had a lot of uh, background issues with, I'm going to continue where Grizz left off. He's getting away from here. That is lured they lured him to play again, play it again instead of trying to change things, and to upload the footage and inform the people what happened. I told him that he could do it himself, and then he got this wild look in his eye and told me that he's never looking at that game again, and that it's the last thing he said. He never even said bye when his parents came to pick him. I never even met his parents. I honestly can't tell you what happened. When he spoke, it was kind of hard to understand him, and his fucked up appearance really distracted me. Wow. <laughs> Um, on the flash drive, there was footage of the game last night, a text document with his name and password for YouTube, a third document called the truth.txt, so a text file. He told me that this meant everything to him, that I follow his instructions exactly. Normally, I wouldn't be so to the letter or request over a fucking video game. But the way he spoke and the way he looked at me, or the way he looked, made me know that this is really serious, and I'm going to honor that. The truth.txt will be released on September 15th, just like he requested. I haven't dared peek at it yet, so the first time I see it will be the first time you see it, out of respect to my friend. To answer your questions, no, I haven't tried calling him yet. I think I'll give him a call tomorrow to see if he's okay or not. He should have gotten back home by now. 
about the video. In this video, I cut straight to when he loaded the band file in. Looking back, I realized that Jay Deucible left the save select screen in because he said a different name something. So my bad for that. But all of it, but all it said was, all it said this time was the same at the end of his last video, Lincoln Ben. Nothing different. I wasn't there when he played it, but it looked to me like the beginning when he first bonds, he's testing out the equipment or seeing what items he has or something. Because apparently they changed randomly. Then after that, I just think the game got too personal. <clears throat> so the original poster, JD's book quit. Rage quit. He couldn't do it anymore. Sure. Asked his roommate. Asked his roommate to do all this stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember when it actually like becomes. A, I can't remember what post it is, but the story becomes. It's not a real story, but then the story becomes non-canon because someone else picked it up to start writing for it, and uh, it got all types of screwy and everything like. Well, there that. wasn't there some issues with the writers. People. Yeah, missing? they started. They started bumping heads yeah. and all that other stuff. Um, and that's what it comes down to with projects like this. If you have too many, uh, too many chefs, boil the broth. I think it, I think it pretty much stops there. Maybe another post or two where they upload the rest of the files, and then they find out that uh, Ben was featured in another YouTube video on a different game or something along those lines. And the post is back in time, like 2006. So I don't remember if back then you could change the post dates on YouTube. I don't really recall. Where you could upload something and say, "Oh, this was from 2006," and give it the 2006. Yeah, I, I I can't remember. I wasn't big on YouTube in that time. Yeah, I can't re I can't remember. Then, if that's the case, this guy has been planning this for years. Ben winds up becoming this omnipotent game um, during the whole creepy pastas and live chats and everything like that. Some people would play the uh, the song of unhealing, is what they call it. The uh, the reverse song, song of healing. Yeah, that's what that is, and. Um, that's what allowed him to become this entity on the internet. If you go to like uh, chatbot websites and you type in Ben, you supposedly start talking to him. It just became this whole internet blow up thing. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. It became oh, its man. huge, its own, its own entity. It was great. Yeah, it became its own entity, but the original creator hated the way that it was going because he had to get other people to start helping. So you're you kind of get lost in obscurity as to where it stopped being his and where it started going into the big uh, uh, ARG type game thing, I guess you would call it. And for those of you that aren't familiar, it's an alternate reality game where stuff that goes on in the real world is linked to the game and everything like that. There is a uh, there is a modded version of the game out there that you can play, right? That, that uh, yeah, follows this story. Yeah, it follows the story where you go through everything that the guy went through. Grizzly, um, Grizzly. <laughs> You want to play it? No. <laughs> he said that with a quick no. No. He doesn't want to play any games with you guys anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. So, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and publicly, on this podcast, apologize to you. Yeah. I am sorry. It was something that only you could have done. He He's and, sorry. And the videos that you were in the commentary that you were able to produce... And me editing some of those videos with all the random BS you would say it's hilarious. I'm sorry that some of that stuff hit pretty close to home. I, I that's why I'm making it up to you. That's why I'm gonna get shot by tape. <laughs> I just wish I could be there to help shoot you. You know what? It's on a Sunday. I it's, work. It's on it's a Sunday, but it also happens to be the Sunday we're going we're supposed to be going to the Comic Con. 
Yeah, the next Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, the July. You guys are going to have to like wheelchair around in a wheelchair that day. I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you really want to do it this day? He's like, oh, I like pain. I'm like, okay, dude. No, what it really is comes down to is uh, I actually have vacation schedules so I can actually recover from We are doing this for the park side. We're doing this for Yeah. Yeah. It's for a good cause. It really we, is. We joke, we joke about it and how we probably could have done something different. Definitely go check out this uh, creepy pasta. Go see some of the stuff. Some of the videos are pretty interesting. Yeah. So if there's a if there's a if there's a creepy pasta out there that you guys want us to read, uh, send it to us on Facebook or leave a comment on YouTube. You know, we're always open to ideas of reading this stuff. We want to get back to you. Scary games suck. <laughs> um, a valid point. We're gonna make him play Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you know, the gamekeeper might have him play Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm pretty close with Jimmy Bones, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> True. I appreciate the apology. I really do. <laughs> means a lot. We've known each other for a long time. I will find a game, and I will get back to you, and it will work. <laughs> Alright. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It, honestly, like, you know I like creepy. Everybody yeah. knows I like creepy. I like spooky. I like scary. Um, I mean, maybe I need to, like, read from the beginning. Yeah, if you read from the beginning, and if you're familiar with the game. The video's even it. better, actually, if you go on YouTube. Okay. I can do that. I don't know. I just don't get the creepy vibe. I mean, I get it. Like, obviously, like the intensity in it. Uh, wild. I love I love creepy shit. I think everyone needs a little bit of scary in their life. I think everyone needs a little bit of scary, including Grizzly. One of the people at work said that for me, liking scary things, I get scared easily. But it's because I have my headphones in and I'm like in my mind, and all of a sudden, but like that's I see something, that's like, the oh, whole idea. Know. That's the whole idea. It's about being in being in a, an area where it whisks you away into something scary. You know, it, none of us really want to be in a house where we can possibly die, but we love to watch Supernatural. It's just mm -hmm. the adrenaline that you feel from it. Yes, exactly, and I think that that's what brings uh, these stories and 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 movies and shows and video games and the whole thing for Orion for me I think that's what brings all that stuff to fruition alright everyone we're going to go ahead and end this uh, we want to thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for your continued support uh, we hope to blow your minds in the future with some more content uh, we got a lot of stuff coming a lot of interesting things including some surprises for you guys uh, alright True is there anything you'd like to say uh, yes, be sure you uh, like us and subscribe on to, if you like this video, please subscribe. Let us know what your thoughts. Um, that way we can continue bringing you better content. Be sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yes, feel free to join our Discord. Um, so be sure you do all that. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please go ahead and uh, leave those ideas below too. And, and if you do happen to subscribe and you really want to know when the next episode of uh, the podcast comes out or any of your other content, be sure you ring that, uh, that notification bell. Yeah, one of the good things about Facebook, guys, is uh, we have one person that likes to stream on Facebook. And that's, uh, that's true, and his streams are actually pretty damn good. Uh, he's been doing a good job lately. He's been streaming uh, Detroit Stay Human. Uh, yeah, I was going to stop that, but apparently everyone wants to see it finished. So. Yeah. Hey, I didn't even interrupt you because it was that good. <laughs> this time. This time. Um, stay sexy. It's short and sweet. I just want to again say thank you for all the support you guys have been giving us. But we appreciate all the support that you guys give us. 
we enjoy making the content that we do and just stay sexy all you nerds all right nerds i didn't get to say this last week because i was too sick to be on the podcast i want to thank the ohana comic-con people uh for putting up with us when we were doing all of our interviews that was amazing everyone we talked to was fun uh other than that everyone we want you to stay nerdy always